the Lord Jehovah has spoken with me this past night. Yesterday at night, the Lord spoke with me in a very, very shocking manner. In a very, very important conversation in the life of the church. A very tremendous conversation. Uh, a mighty, a critical, and, and very, very extremely important conversation to the church. A conversation that comes at a very, very sensitive time in the history of the entire church. Now, in that conversation yesterday, the Lord presented the two prophets of Yahweh, the two prophets of the Lord, the mega prophets of Jehovah, the ones that are now communicating with the nations of the earth, instructing them on the command that God has released from his throne, even unto the nations, the church, the believers, his people. And in that conversation, he placed the two prophets, he placed me in a meeting, and when he placed me in the meeting, I saw the second prophet also, and then there was a lot happening in that meeting, a big, big meeting taking place. I don't know where it will be. I see people of color, different, uh, um, uh, I see some white people also and so forth, but I see black, I see all people, all people in that meeting. So I do not know where that meeting will be. And then again in that meeting I see people, some important people from different countries, from the, 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 the first world. I see people from Africa also, so I do not even know where the location of that meeting is going to be. However, all I know is that that meeting became very critical and very sensitive. While at that meeting, then all of a sudden, the person of the Holy Spirit speaks with me. He appears in bodily form and stands before the true prophets of the Lord. He appears as man, the man of the Spirit, the person of the Holy Spirit, the third person of the triunity of God, the Trinity. He stands before me, before us, and then he speaks with me, speaks with us, and he says, very, very soon, the church is going up there. Then he pointed up. And when I looked up, I saw right inside heaven. Above the planets, I saw right inside heaven. Again, he said, very, very soon, the church is going up there. Then he pointed up. And then when I looked at him, I looked at his face, and looked up where he was pointing, I saw heaven. There is greater detail again that he gave in there. Much of this is concealed. There's greater detail that the Lord has privileged me with, which he has not allowed me to release to you. But anyhow, he said, soon and very soon, the church is going up there. Then he pointed up, and I saw, 
I saw heaven and I saw some other detail also in heaven which I'm not able to share here. The Bible says very clearly in the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 it says here for the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command with the voice of the archangel and with the command with the trumpet call of God and he says here, and with the command of God and the trumpet call of God, then he says, Then the dead in Christ will rise first. And then he goes on and on that those who are alive in Christ, born again, in other words, repented and walking in holiness. At that moment, they will now be translated after the resurrection and the transformation of the dead, clothed in their glorious bodies, then the living church, the living Christians, will then be translated also, to catch up with them in the sky. I have seen the stairs of heaven, Lord, and the church enter. I have seen the cloud of God above here, open, heaven opened the door, and glorious stairs appear, and the glorious church enter, in their wedding garments, finally, and bright and clean was given her to wear. And finest linen is the righteousness of the church. In the book of Revelation chapter 19 verses 6 all the way to verse 9. Verse 8 you celebrate the garment of entry. And in Matthew chapter 22 verses 1 to 14 he celebrates that same garment. That whosoever is not found wearing the garment of salvation, the garment of holiness, the garment of righteousness, they will not enter heaven. And that is what the Lord meant in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 14, in finishing, he said, he said, for without holiness, nobody will see the Lord. Making every effort to live in peace with all men and be holy. Then he said, for without this holiness, no man will see the Lord. So again, this past night, the Lord has had a very sensitive conversation with these two tremendous, most glorious, most fierce principles that come to fight, to fight sin and Satan. He, had had, he has had this conversation with the forerunners of the Messiah, and he has spoken about the glorious coming of the Messiah. And the person of God, the Holy Spirit himself, stood before us and pointed up and said, very soon the church is headed up there. Very soon, I don't know what very soon means. Because the Bible says, nobody knows the day or the hour. When it says soon and very soon, I don't know what soon and very soon means in terms of time. However, all I know is that when I looked up where I was pointing, I saw heaven. All I know is that the kingdom of God has drawn near, the Messiah is coming. I have trumpeted that for the past 15 years. The Messiah is coming. The Messiah is coming. The Messiah is coming. Repent and receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior. Turn away from sin. Repent, church. Prepare the way of the Lord. He is coming. Be holy. For without holiness, nobody sees the Lord. This is the voice of one calling the wilderness. Prepare ye the way of the Lord.
down the mountains in your heart. And raise the depressions and prepare the holy way of the Lord. The King is coming. Jesus Christ of Nazareth, our Redeemer, the Savior, the Messiah is coming. This is the sensitive conversation the Lord has had with me in the past week. Then the person of God, the Holy Spirit, stood before the two prophets and he said, soon and very soon, the church is going up there. And there is greater detail that is concealed that I'm not sharing. He gave even greater details, smaller details. And when I looked up at where he was pointing, I saw heaven. Blessed people, the Messiah is coming. Prepare the way the Messiah is coming. Those who have here listened to what the mouth of the Lord Yahweh, the Lord Jehovah, God the Father himself, has spoken today. He that alone knows the day and the hour. He has warned tonight. He has said the Messiah is coming. Prepare the way. It doesn't matter what you've been, but you can repent now. It's Christ Jesus and Lord and begin to enter the baptism of complete passion and baptism of the Holy Spirit and fire and now enter in the garment of righteousness, the garment of holiness. Repeat after me. Say, Dear Jesus, I repent tonight and repent and turn away from all sin and receive you in my heart today as my Lord and Savior. Lord, today I have heard that your coming is near. And I ask you to set me free from sin and establish my name in the book of life of the Lamb of God in heaven. Lord, anoint me the Holy Spirit. Baptize me with fire. And keep me away from wickedness, evil, and the sin of this generation. Keep me away from all sin, iniquity. And order my steps into holiness, a holy Christian life. But on that day when you come and take the church, I may be found holy. May the Lord bless you to Darabah, to Dalachem, the Messiah is coming. Shalom to them. Blessed people, again like I have spoken with you this evening, the Lord Jehovah has had a very, very sensitive and very serious conversation with the church and with the nations of the earth. Again, as you have heard from the first time I came live on air this evening, the Lord has spoken with me about the coming of the Messiah. In other words, the entry of the church into the glorious eternal kingdom of heaven. So this is a very sensitive conversation, a very serious conversation, a very, very critical conversation. And uh, while the Bible says nobody knows the day or the hour, but we know very clearly that the Lord has wrapped up a prophetic acceleration. You see even the way he is moving and operating and ministering with the two dreadful prophets of Yahweh, the prophets of eternity, the prophets of heaven, his closest confidants and friends, 
the way you see is ministering with them and the wonders that accompany that ministration that is meant to minister to you, evangelize to you, and convince you without a doubt that this instruction you must take, that this ministration is critical for your eternity, lowering the stairs of heaven, commanding the sun to clap, colliding the neutral stars, resurrecting Mama Rosa, raising cripples across 87 stadiums, including some, this particular cripple that he showed me yesterday in the dream, coming up today in Meru, and all these cripples and blind and deaf, and preaching the message of righteousness, holiness, and repentance to return to righteousness. Repentance to return to the Lord away from the sin. So everything is so clear, right in the skies. The visitation of Yahweh. And so the Lord has spoken very clearly that the Messiah is coming. He has wrapped up a prophetic acceleration in this time. Even though the day and the hour is not known, but the message is meant to be very clear to every single person walking the face of the earth. And the message says that the Messiah is coming. And time has run out. The coming of the Messiah has drawn nigh. Because the messengers of Revelation chapter 11 are already walking here. Their stripes you can see. Their authority you can see. Their power you can see. The administration and the, poten- the projection of what they do after the rapture is now clear. The fire of Elijah is falling down here. Wherever they go to. So it's absolutely clear that the Lord has been conversationing with this generation. And today he has asked, he has raised the conversation another notch, saying the Messiah is coming. Repent ye the nations and turn away from sin. Receive Christ. Receive the gospel. Receive Christ Jesus as Lord and Savior. Be baptized in complete immersion. And receive the Holy Spirit, the baptism of the Holy Spirit and fire. And be holy, without which nobody sees the Lord. Nobody will see the Lord. So God Almighty has spoken in a very powerful way, a very beautiful way, a very mighty way, a very dreadful way to this generation today. The Messiah is coming. The King is coming. My Lord is coming. My Savior is coming. And now the Lord has done this because He loves the nations. Because that day is meant to be a hidden day that is concealed by the hidden counsel of God. But look now. He has opened it up to you. He has said the Messiah is coming. This past night, he sent God the Holy Spirit, the person of the Holy Spirit, to speak with the two prophets. And he spoke with us, and then he pointed out where the church will go. And the other part of the conversation is totally concealed. Totally, there is greater detail, very fine detail I cannot share with any human being created by God walking on this earth. But the part I can share that I looked up and I saw heaven. So the Messiah is coming, you know this. You know the greater details he gives his servants that they don't share. Across the time, across the ages, across the generations, even in their first ministration, first ministry. Prepare the way, blessed people. 
the Messiah is coming. Turn away from sexual sin. Turn away from these tight trousers you see in the churches that promote lust. Women wearing tight trousers in the church, tight skirts, showing their legs. All these things you see. The deception, false prophets. The Messiah is coming. One good day, even if the day, the day is not known, but one good day shall come to pass. The day of realization, reality. And that you, then you know that what these two old men have been speaking across the nations via Jesus' Lord radio, this portal. What these two mega prophets, old ancient men, ancient prophets have been speaking over the age, over the time, over the years, has been the truth. This has been God, the Father himself, speaking with the church. Speaking with the nations. Speaking with humanity. Again, blessed people, the Messiah is coming. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Be holy. Be right standing with the Lord. Make amends. Correct your ways. And return to the righteousness of the Lord. To the holiness of the Lord. God the Father has spoken with me this past night. And the Messiah is coming. So now shalom. Thank you. Now uh, I want to make uh, some extra addition to this uh, conversation that the Lord has brought to the church today. That yes it is true. I've had people saying that... Uh, I came with a prophecy. Yes, it is true. I traveled from abroad and gave a prophecy a few years ago. And at that prophecy, the Lord placed me exactly where I will be. The exact place where I will be in terms of country, where I will be when the rapture will take place. So I have some idea of where I will be when the rapture takes place. And it will be in a meeting. It will be a revival meeting, a mega revival meeting. However, I want also to bring in another conversation at which the Lord also presented me at a place when the rapture took place. So the first part, the first conversation, I don't know whether five years ago or four, uh, where I will be in a meeting, I can see, I have an idea, because I can see some people in, in that meeting, I have an idea of that country, and uh, what happens is that, unfortunately, when the rapture takes place, not all the people are taken. So that is the reality, the reality of the ground I want people to grapple with now, your listeners to catch very well, that the window of opportunity, why the Lord showed me that not all people make it, is because he wants you to repent, that I may bring it to you, and now you may tighten your walk with Jesus and shun sexual sin, lies, perversion, immorality, the gospel prosperity, all these other gospel, you see on TV and data, whatever, these are kind of dressing of women preaching there, all this, uh, this deception and confusion they're bringing there instead of preparing a holy church. So you, you have an, a real opportunity all across the world, the gospel in Nigeria, South Africa, Europe, wherever, Asia. You have a real opportunity here. Again, the reason the Lord put me in that place and the country I know, I know that there are a few bishops that were here with the senior bishop last, uh, last week, and finally I confided in them. 
I gave them a greater detail of that country. But anyhow, there are about three or four bishops there. But that country I know because of the people I see around. And when the rapture takes place, I'm in a revival meeting. When the Lord takes the church, when the Messiah comes, I'm in a revival meeting. And I know that I remain because of the greater mission ahead of us here. But what exactly touched me is that people remain. Some people remain. Some people are taken up and some people remained. And I'm bringing it to you tonight that the reason the Lord makes me see the people that remain is that I may announce to you now, all of you globally, that now you may tighten your walk, be holy, and prepare for the coming of the Messiah. That you may tighten your salvation, your walk with Christ Jesus, and now you be more stricter, more stringent. To make sure that there is no porosity in your salvation. Because those are the things that make you remain. This little sin here, little sin there, except this, you know, tolerate this here and there. But that you may tighten. So, he makes me see that some people remain. And I remember another conversation again. Where some people remained and he make me roll on the soil. That I've shared across the globe. I shared in Lima, everywhere, Kenya, many countries where I groan and gnashing of teeth. So really the Lord has highlighted the fact that some Christians will remain. And that I may come and announce to you that you may not remain. So in the first conversation, where a few years ago I came to you and I said, I know the exact country because I see the people. And then now, the second conversation, I am walking with some of the bishops, and then all of a sudden the rapture takes place. And what the Lord does, he makes a huge darkness. When the church is taken away like this, the whole earth is plunged into darkness. It is plunged into instant darkness. And so when I try to walk away after the rapture has taken place, the church, you are the light of the world. When the light of the world is taken away, a huge darkness covers the earth. And so after that I began to walk away and begin to prepare my journey to trace my way back to Israel now at that point in time. And in that process, I looked and I see some one or two bishops still following me after the rapture. And some other people. But one or two bishops, and they say, Oh, my Lord, it's too dark. It's too dark here. Because darkness plunged. And they were knocking their feet now on the rocks because of the darkness. And that's a very profound conversation the Lord has given. So the Lord brings that conversation that you may know that this is not a joke. The Lord is making a clarion last call. So make sure you don't remain. So I've elevated, I've raised those two conversations, and I've now updated them to this day. That you may know that some people will remain. But the reason it shows me people remaining before the day is that I may warn you that nobody on the earth may remain. That all people may receive Christ Jesus as Lord and Savior, be born again properly, baptized in the Holy Spirit, baptized in complete immersion in water, and then in the Holy Spirit. And then in the process, begin to walk a holy Christian life, zero tolerance to sin. And the Holy Spirit will facilitate you, will enable you. And this porosity all over the world, where anything, everything comes in and goes within salvation, of the cross of Jesus, that, that is a misnomer. That is an aberration of the, of the faith. That is a lie of the devil. 
I see some people will remain. But the reason he shows me that for that day is that I may warn you people that nobody remains. The Messiah is coming. Prepare the way of the Lord. Shalom.